You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. And I made okay. Welcome, Welcome everybody, everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System <laughs> 2013 Year in Review. Suck a dick, world. What do we talk about? Uh, We talk about television and movies. Oh my god. And we talk about video games and we talk about... Books and death. Yeah. And personal achievements. Music. We talk about all sorts of shit. Best shows, best comedy shows. Uh, We we talk mostly about 2013. We talk mostly about 2013. There's a sweet bonus where we talk about Final Fantasy Tactics. (laughs) (laughs) But that's pretty much it. Yep. Year-end reviews. This is Makes you use that part of your mouth when you're saying it. Super, super fun. Right? This is the <laughs> 9 to 5 Entertainment System Year in Review. It's Yay! January 1st for us, and it's January 2nd for you, the listener. It's 2014, guys. It is. We just did 2013. Suck it, Mayans. You were so wrong. About so many things, really. Hey, I, I don't buy that. For We talked about this, I believe, possibly at our last ago? year's New Year's special. Yeah, but now it's not just a simple counting issue. It's, I have no memory of that. It's just wrongness. Yeah, but it's not wrongness, dude. There were, it was a cyclical fucking calendar. Like, in all... Basically... I'm sick and tired of your defending the Mayans, okay? <laughs> they would have just... They were cannibalistic, human sacrificial... Like, that's all they would have done. They would have, like, flipped the disc. This is some great OC. We literally <laughs> had this conversation last year for this same podcast. Exactly, for yeah. our year in review. Yeah. Uh, so there well, welcome to our 2014 <laughs> year in review. 2013 <laughs> review. <laughs> so how, how was your guys overall? How was 2013 overall? Sophie? Why me? Because I was looking at Scott when I started talking, and then I faked it out. Oh, sneaky, Keith. Mm-hmm. Diagonally, uh, no, I, it was okay actually. It was pretty good. It started off kind of rough, but uh, you know, I met a boy, Aww. and he's pretty awesome, Aww. and he lives with me now, Aww. and his parents are over right now. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah, You're like I gotta go record this podcast. Bye. Pretty much. No, they're <laughs> they're passed out in a hotel right now. They're pretty tired from uh, the holidays, and they came and celebrated New Year's with us at my mom's actually Ooh. in Quebec City. So that was pretty fun. So you got all your like parents. To get together and meet each other? Okay, my dad, there's no way in hell he would set foot on my mom's. <laughs> but we were with my stepdad and my mom. And huh. we get to go out for dinner with my dad on Friday. Cool. So, Yish. John, 2013? Probably, if I don't get hit by a bus or die out of cancer or something, I'll okay. look back and be like, 2013 was the year my life started. Huh. It was probably, probably the best year in memory. That is both very dark and yet very uplifting. <laughs> yeah, isn't it, though? It is. I think you, had, you, had a, you had like a good uphill run. It was. It was <laughs> pretty grim at the start of 2013, and it's about as good as things have ever been right now. Things so. really picked up when you went swimming with dolphins. <laughs> I guess my feelings for dolphins really picked up when I went swimming with dolphins. I'm not going to lie. Those cute bastards kissing me. Yeah, adorable. Don't 
Don't they have prehensile penises? And prehensile vaginas. Yep. We talked about this. We There's have. an episode called Don't Look Up the Dolphin Video of 90X. Oh, I remember <laughs> <Still> now. <laughs> don't look up the dolphin Seriously, video. don't look up that dolphin video. <laughs> so John was born again. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Kind of a banner year for old MacIver, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, Spawned. Fatherhood. Yeah, had a baby. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I, I, was, I was reflecting on 2013, and I was like, there was nothing like super like stand out but i was like my good memories like way overlap my bad memories and mm-hmm. i was like just in terms of a i was like i guess that's what you want yeah like, you don't need right. to have like you don't need to have like the most dynamic years of all times but if you're like oh like this whole year was like overall good pretty good <laughs> like all right i was gonna like i'll take another one of those please <laughs> 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 like, like, i have absolutely no problems Tur- turned 30 so i entered my 30s. Oh, Holy nice. shit, you did. I know. Yep. Yep. And then, uh... You swam with dolphins? I swam One with dolphins. Of, uh, <laughs> mentioned. As we previously mentioned, I swam with dolphins. Uh, yeah, but uh, had a lot of fun. And, uh... You got your first tattoo. Yep. Oh my god, that's right, he slowly did. Slowly becoming invisible on my hands. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but yeah, 2013. I think, overall, if you go back and listen to 2012's Year in Review podcast, both John and Sophie were like... I don't want to talk about anything that happened in 2012. Yeah, 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 that sounds about right. <laughs> totally. So yeah, it was a great year for 9 to 5, you can tell, yep. <laughs> from the happiness in our voices. So, what awesome things did we get up to? What are we going to start with? Do we pick a category? We get to pick a, pick a category. You want to start Either with a pod, podcast of the year. Podcast of the year, 9 to 5 entertainment system. Yeah. <laughs> Runner up, go plug yourself. <laughs> Duh, no distant, shit. distant runner. Let's so. do movies. Want to do movies first? Yeah. I was gonna say TV shows. Really? Yeah. All right. TV well. shows are less like committal. Like at the Golden Globes, I feel like the TV show awards go before the movie awards. All right, all right. So the TV shows. TV shows. Uh, worst thing to happen to a TV show was TSN Sports Center lost Jane Dan. Yeah. That was, that was a big thing on. You know, explain. So I don't. I didn't understand what any of that was. I was like, what? Jane Dan are two uh, sportscasters on TSN, and they uh, they were super fun and just like made sports news funny because it's fucking not real news, and they right. like acknowledged right. it. Like they would like like kind of like mock a lot of the cl- highlight clips and just like make fun of the people in this. And so how'd they get lost? They uh, they ended up signing bigger contracts over on Fox Sports One and went down to Los Angeles. Huh. Oh, so they lost. They lost two people, not just one. Yeah, they, they lost them as a team. Jalen Wright. And oh, Daniel okay. Yeah, that's a big deal. But then they lost hockey. <laughs> TSN's having a fucking shitty year. Wow. They lost two of their premier sportscasters, and now they won't get to broadcast hockey in the year. I bet it's a way of the NHL punishing TSN. Mm. Just being like, "Yeah, those Jalen Bad guys, funny. You you lost them." Yeah. Oh. I was gonna oh. say that my uh, my worst moment in television, or at least like. Certainly, a down point in television was season three of Community. Season three of Community or season four? Whatever. The most recent season. Season most four was the most most recent. Yeah, exactly. and it was down. The non Dan Harmon season was. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. The, but if you're listening to this on tomorrow, which is today, we get Dan Harmon Community back tomorrow night, January second, two thousand fourteen. Hmm. Dan Harmon Community. So we'll see if they come back from that. The new season was kind of shitty. Best and I have, I have a lot of Best hesitation TV? about that. Like, what, no, oh, the Dan Harmon coming back? or just No, Dan Harmon coming back is fine, but Donald Glover leaving and only doing three episodes, four episodes of the show. Yeah, but I think it's a, it's only a like, ten-episode season or whatever. Yeah, well, Chevy Chase is already gone. Yeah, but, eh, he sucked. Okay, but... We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's a show with six characters, and two of them are not going to be there for most of this season. So. There's more than six characters. 
thought there was like an ensemble. Wasn't uh, there like eight? seven? Seven. Though. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Maybe they'll make they'll, they'll make Chang like more important or something. Anyway, I'm excited to I'm excited to see what they do with it. Nonetheless. Right. Best TV. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't really think any TV super stood out for me. Like we got together, we stopped getting together to watch um, uh, True Blood. Yeah, True Blood. True Blood jumped the fucking shark. Yeah. I didn't watch the season of True Blood either. That's another. TV I started it, but didn't didn't finish, didn't finish it. it. Yeah, same. So, More fairies stuff. I was like, uh, Rucker Hauer is playing yeah. a fairy now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I only like Rucker Hauer playing a hobo with a shotgun. Game of Thrones was amazing, but like, yeah, exactly. That's... You kind of like can't. It's like too easy to pick it. Yeah. yeah the Red Wedding was a really good episode, though. It was. It was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I like. Yeah. It lived up to the, the expectations. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Madman, Madman was on a. One of the one of the high seasons for sure. I, I think it was the best one so far. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. But again, that's like an easy pickings. The um, new Arrested Development. New Arrested Development. I you know I think. Nope. No. Nope. Really? Okay. What? No, I did not like it. It didn't feel the same. I couldn't even get halfway through it. You Apparently, kind of, it pays yeah, off exactly. at the end. Yeah. But really I can't do it. It's it's literally like a thirteen episode joke, like almost. All right, fine. I and might the, yeah, continue. Totally. Like, like it, it's like there's like some of the earlier episodes are bad because they're going to reference it back, and the reason they did it is because they they knew that on the Netflix format you'd have access to it all right away, so they didn't have to concern themselves with being like individually funny. Yeah, I fucking yeah. stopped watching it like yeah, and and a lot like you're not alone. Like yeah. a, a lot of people had that exact criticism, being like yeah. you still need to be individually funny, and like they 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 took. I think they just took their time a little bit differently. Like, yeah, I, I got to the end of it and I was like, there was a lot of episodes I didn't really enjoy, and I want to rewatch it, but I haven't had the energy to do it yet. Mm-hmm. Apparently, on the rewatch, like every episode gets its funny level ratcheted up because they like they forward pre-reference things like that. Yeah, exactly. They're really get. good at that shit, but I, yeah. I think they took it to an extreme that's just a bit like, eh, and you need to be like an uber fan to really be able to right. appreciate it. Okay, but that is something important about 2013, like marquee television shows on demand. Sure. Yeah, exactly. House of Cards, House of Cards actually is my, is my good, vote. Yeah. Orange is the New Black. House of Cards is my, my best show of 2013, I think. And the other one, the horror one, uh, Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Did Grove. Didn't watch it. Are they, did they renew that? Because I'm waiting I for a second season. I would love that. Yeah, I would my, say, wife, my wife destroyed her way through uh, uh, Orange is the New Black. And like a lot of the, the prison thing about the women's the women's yeah. prison. Yeah. And a lot of women that I, I know and work with were like, yes. Yeah, Sarah went through pretty quick too. She didn't say it was that great. Everybody's lying about that show. I haven't even checked it out yet. House of Cards, though, cannot recommend enough. Fucking, if you haven't finished it, I think you haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. I got like halfway through it. It was a little tedious. The ending is so fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like what? Like, like pretty much. I think the closest that Netflix has come into producing like HBO quality. Like, yeah, yeah. Certainly, it was like the top of the HBO or of the uh, Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Like for sure, for sure. But that was excellent. Okay, this isn't a show from the tw- from 2013, but I discovered it in Sailor 2013. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Uh, Tuxedo mask. <laughs> I got into uh, Doctor Who, the new series. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's really fucking good. And now I got my mom hooked into it. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, I'm still in David Tennant. I'm about halfway through oh, David so Tennant's Oh, you did series. Right. That's, you're like season three-ish? Uh, yeah, I'm in season three. Right. Yeah. No, no, actually, we just started season four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also AKA watching a lot season of season like 32 or whatever. Yeah, like whatever. I'm also watching a lot of Doctor Who. Yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. Baker and Christopher Eccleston at the same time. I love the. <laughs> I, I really like Christopher Eccleston. I like him better than David Tennant. Actually. Heresy. Blasphemy. Whatever. I like <laughs> Eccleston. I thought he was. He, it's. Yeah. Okay, the big problem with Eccleston, of like the couple episodes I've seen with him, is that like they went too harsh. 
Like your you, face is too harsh. No, Keith. but it, it's I understand what they do. They stupid were stupid ape. He calls he calls them stupid apes a lot. Yes, he does. Yeah, and he's like he's never supposed to be that mean. No, like, but I mean, think about what he lived just before that. He just went through the fucking time wars and his entire planet. Should I not? Yeah, I know, this? I know, I know what happened. Okay, but oh, it was eight, eight years ago. I think people are. But yeah. were nonetheless, even original Doctor Who had still been exiled to Earth and fucking like. Yeah, but he was not the last known existing Time Lord. Like he's the in, last instead, of his species. Instead, his species fucking turned their back on him and then fucking said that he was like. He was guilty of the worst crime committed, and then he, you know, was a bitch, and then fucking forced a regeneration on him and all that stuff. But John Pertwee's fucking, like, not a dick to everybody he meets. He is kind of a dick to everyone he meets. But he's including like, including himself. Who? Pertwee? Yeah, I just I just met, I just watched the, the four three doctors. doctors the three no, before doctors. doctors with Baker? No. It's the five doctors with Baker, and it's the three doctors before that. Oh, okay. And in the three doctors, he's, he's a dick to the other doctors. Yeah. <laughs> he's, one, he's one of the more condescending, but he's not like Eccleston badass like whatever like Eccleson was not a badass and Eccleson is not a huge dick he's just very blatant and in your face and he'll call your bullshit right away he's not a dick he's doctor's just... supposed to be a little whimsical he is whimsical he gets super giddy about all this weird shit I did just watch the episode where I just think you have a soft spot for Scott's this this is gonna be no I don't <laughs> I do not shush <laughs> damn it Don TV or are you I'm going to bow out of this one. I don't have a favorite TV show. Scott? Uh, I've already. Sports Center losing Jan Dan. Was your, was your TV, TV event of the year? Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. that's, that's about all I got. I mean, I, I got Netflix and canceled cable, so I don't have a whole lot to add to it. The Red Wedding was a, the single best episode I saw this year. Lost Girl Season 4 is uh, keeping up good. That's 2013. There you go. What is? Cool. Lost Girl. I've told you guys about the show like 12 million times. Yeah, there's multiple references to it on the show. Yeah. Okay. I, I still like it, and season four is doing super well so far. Mm-hmm. I like it. Best yes. movie? I got a whole bunch of stuff for movies. You got a whole bunch of movies? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, hands down, I only put one movie on the list. It's going to be The Dirties. It's The Dirties. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 like, I was just like, first of all, I, didn't see, I did not see a lot of major releases. I would say like the only real major release that comes to mind that I saw was Gatsby, mm-hmm. which was very, very good, and I liked it a lot. But, um, yeah, like, when I think back on the whole thing, like, the only movie I can even, like, think of as a great movie was The Dirties. Hmm. That's... What about um, uh, the one about the school shooting? That's The Dirties. The Dirties. What was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, there was another one that we saw at Fantasia that was, like, particularly excellent. The uh, Battery? The Battery. The Battery, yeah. battery was very good, but yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it had nearly the impact that The Dirties did. Huh. Like, Battery was extremely good. Yeah. Very, very good. And in, yeah. I think in a lot of cases would be movie of the year material but 30s 30s just stood out so fucking hard uh Django Unchained that didn't get on your list anywhere oh no. that's a great movie it was, it was I fucking fun. loved it yeah I don't didn't, think it was... it, didn't it come out last year I think it came out last year it was definitely in mm-hmm. theaters in 2013 it was a Christmas movie yeah it, it was out last year to get the Academy Awards of, yeah uh, of 2012 okay. hmm. whatever man we saw it in 2013 don't matter yeah, yeah <laughs> sort of uh, so what was that movie that we saw at Fantasia together um, oh shit! It I was think Bounty I mean, Killer. Bounty yes, Killer. Bounty Killer. I think yeah. that was the most fun I had at movie theater. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw a bunch of cult movies this year more than anything else. What? Like, no. uh, John dies at the end. Oh, what was that? Yeah, which I kind of liked. I thought uh, it was a, almost a space 
channel movie but mm-hmm. it was it was fun and it was weird uh kiss of the damned which i talked about before and yeah. kiss really of the damned. isn't yeah. that like an old movie with david caruso it, no it's a new remake of the the classic 70s kiss of the damned vampire movie okay but it's got uh, the guy who played peter petrelli from heroes in it and it was a vampire movie about vampires and not about there were no vampires fairies. fighting werewolves and not about fairies fairies and not about it was just really like there's a vampire she makes a new vampire and then one of her broodmates comes and starts fucking everything up hmm. and there was little drama about it and it was really cool and I dug it a lot hmm. um, I saw Dead Man Down which I kind of liked yeah, the, which uh, was WWE the WWE pictures, pictures uh, and completely watchable Colin Farrell Terrence Howard and um Numi Rapace. Huh. Completely watchable from a big wrestling fan. No, 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 there's no, no, no. There's no wrestling. There's like the only wrestler in the film plays is, one like of a, the is a supporting cast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, he plays one of the goons to Terrence Howard. Like, boys, get him. And he's right. like one of three guys who's yeah, in his crew. Okay. Because yeah, they're, they're branching out in their production line. What are they? So this is just like a movie? Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I, I liked it. I was surprised that I... I was like, okay, this will just be a shoot 'em up, the Marine kind of movie, but it actually had some depth to it. I, right. I dug it. And I uh, Hammer of the Gods, which was also Hammer by Magnet. The Gods. What was that about? It was like a Viking warrior movie, um, <laughs> where one guy was sent to go fetch his brother before he's the younger prince of a, of a like a Viking city. Okay. And he's sent to go fetch his brother, who's the older brother, who's supposed to ascend to the, the throne before the father dies. But his brother has joined this crazy and cult this, in the woods. And this is best movie material? Best cult movie. Yeah. Huh. Like I said, I watched a lot of cult movies. Not a whole lot of big picture releases. Yeah. So Everything you... else I watched was superhero movies, so... Yeah, how were yeah. the, the superhero movies that came out? I didn't see like any of them. I didn't see Wolverine. I bought Wolverine because it was on sale at HMV. I haven't watched is it. it. The I right plan one? on watching it tonight. Was it out already? It is. It came out yeah. just for Christmas. I got it. Yeah, uh, I got the extended version on Blu-ray, and I will let you guys know Make how. Make sure it it's turns not out. the wrong one. What do you mean the wrong? The one? The other one, the first movie. <laughs> the first no, one no, 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 no. It's the Wolverine. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the um, Thor and the Wolverine were pretty close for my favorite superhero movies. Yep. I liked them both a lot. I thought Thor two was a really good. I liked sequel. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It touched on a lot it. of the beats of the first Thor movie, and and I liked it better them. than the first Thor movie. Nice. It wasn't as ridiculous. Yep. As cartoony, you know. Well, there was that giant alien ship that just flew into London. And yeah, but it wasn't as cartoony. Was cartoony. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see fucking shit for what Super- about Superman. Um, Superman, I have a lot of problems with, um, but it's not the worst one because I really hated Iron Man three. Like I really hated yeah, I Iron it Man three. Incredibly stupid. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty bad. I, didn't see I pick, it. again. I picked up. I haven't seen <laughs> Superman yet, but I picked it up in a Boxing Day sale with Wolverine. So I thought it was quite fun. I'm, I'm yeah? sure you're going to be pleased. Too. I just. I have so many problems with it. Iron Man three. Oh Superman. Superman. Okay. I, I liked the movie, but as a fan, I had so many problems with it. And that, huh. I don't know. Like, it's, it starts off with so much uh, Krypton. So much. So much Krypton. Like, they're on Krypton Isn't it like half so the movie? long in the movie. Yeah. For like yeah. 45 minutes. Well, yeah, but aren't, but aren't all the bad guys Kryptonians? Yes. They did so, Russell I mean, Crow like, at least there's that. Like, it's not okay, just like... like uh, it's not just like they introduce Krypton only to blow it up. Like they introduce Krypton, blow it up, and then all the bad guys are Kryptonians. So yeah. there's like, 
Either there way. are connections. I like. I'm not but, like, a fan of Superman. I can't stand Superman ever. I've never enjoyed a Superman movie until I saw this one. So. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Like, pretty good review. Have you seen the Donner ones? The original the Christopher ones? Reeves. Yeah. Like, how yeah. long ago? Like. I think I rewatched one of them this year, and I found them kind of like cheesy and a little annoying. The first one is fucking beautiful. Okay. I really like the first one. <laughs> I like the first one a lot too. Uh, I think to any cry. movie that stars Superman and takes forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, almost an hour to, for him to put on the cape, like is yeah, but, kind of a but that's a lot of fucking superhero movies, though. Like, yeah, man, all of the I origin agree, and I th- story. Think about how long Batman. Begins to, before it becomes Batman. There's like an hour of that movie where he's. It's not more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If not more, where he fucking heads up and turns with Razal Ghoul. Yeah, but that's a little different with Batman because the big thing I, about Batman is this whole Bruce Wayne thing and how. Yeah. Like a big thing with Superman yeah. is that he came from Krypton. Yeah, but I mean, when they're on Krypton, Superman's a fucking baby. But it's important. And there's Kal El. Uh, yeah, Kal El. Jor El. There you go. Yeah. Not Nick Cage's son. That's right. <laughs> no, I think I think a closer one would be the the third Batman movie, the Chris Nolan trilogy, where Batman doesn't appear until yeah, like the third act of the movie. Yeah, that was also like, a flood. Beast. That was, was that 2013? No, it wasn't. no, that wasn't. But like yeah. Superman, I thought suffered from the same thing. Just like okay, it's an okay movie, and there's some weird parts like where he sits there and watches the tornado, yeah, quietly yeah. murder his father. Didn't um, buy that one either. But yeah, I was like. But not not an awful movie like Iron Man three. I thought Iron Man three was a bad movie. Really, I'm I'm gonna see all of them. I guess it was so fucking silly. Like you're just like what the what am I watching? The last forty five minutes, like the last center action piece wow. was just full of stupidity. Like like, like Transformers it, it under, stupidity. It basically undermines everything yeah. about Iron yeah, Man. Totally. Like Iron Man is special, and only Tony Stark can run the suit. Except. And then they have He's got like 50 suits that just that fly all, around And doing a robot that runs 50 suits all fighting at the same time. Like, what, like just like Jarvis just controls yeah. suits? Whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I guess Tony's not that important. Why doesn't he go do science things all day and have this robot man 15 suits saving the world all day? Like, you're right. You know what? It, it is cool that they brought that up, though, because I do understand that uh, Jarvis becomes Ultron? Yes. No. In the next it, Avengers? That, that's what they're doing. The, they're the doing Ultron. Tony create Ultron? Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. Well, either Why? way, it makes sense that Tony yeah, goes crazy. It's got to be Pim that screws this up. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. But there's no... The audience doesn't think... Like, the movie-going audience has no idea that Hank Pym is a big fuck-up. But aren't they... Ma- they're making a... Ant-Man Ant-Man they're making an Ant-Man movie. Who's making it? Someone. There's someone cool attached to the project, too. Is it someone? a drunk? Anyone? Anyone? Because that'd be fitting. I don't know. Did anyone see The New Hobbit? No. Nah. No, not yet. I want. I haven't seen the other one either. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally not going to watch them. Yeah, you saw, saw the first it. one, didn't you? I did not. I yeah. saw it. I liked it. I liked the first one. Don't I bought care. It. Just cannot fucking give a shit about six hours to tell a 200 story, 200 page story. Yeah, but you didn't like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so. Yeah, but oh. I saw them though. I saw all three of them. Because I was like, I understand. There's a fucking movie's worth of material in each book. Like, there's stuff to talk about. Yeah, but they add in material to these. Yeah. I just don't I care. Did. They're like, oh, the desolation of smog. Are they going to fight smog? No, that'll be later. I think you're getting like hung up on a teeny tiny little thing and not having giving yourself the possibility to go and enjoy that experience. <sighs> I haven't seen it yet. I plan on... You, have you seen smog yet? No, I haven't seen either of them. Well, oh. I, but I, like I would if <coughs> somebody was like, hey, I'm going. But well, yeah, I, I, am, I am going. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the first one, uh, come over. We'll watch it. I have the extended. Oh. Making plans. A we'll 9 go. to 5 entertainment system. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's oh, right. That's, We're recording. <laughs> that's a general invitation for everyone listening. Exactly. Yeah, no. You live, Everyone's coming over. Nobody come over. I don't want anyone over. Yeah, no, that's... 
I got, I, I'm, I might be being on un, like unduly harsh, but I just, I just, it's, I find it. I didn't like Lord of the Rings enough to want to watch The Hobbit stretched out. Okay. Like, um, I saw Cloud Atlas, which was definitely worthy of note. Given I was curious about that one. Is the it? book yeah. was really good. The movie had had a lot of problems, but it was trying to do something incredibly difficult, mm-hmm. and and like sort of succeeded. So mm-hmm. it's worth worth mentioning because of that. Um, I think it also came out last year. What? I think it also came out 2012. Yeah. I got it off of a list of 2013. I'm pretty sure it came out 2012. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe I think right. it was up for a bunch of Academy Awards for like special M- effects. Might have been January. Might have still been in theaters, but maybe. Okay. Also, only God forgives, which came out this year. Also, didn't you? You're the only one who saw Silver Linings Playbook, and that won a bunch of Oscars or something. Last year. Last year. What's yeah, only yeah. God forgives? Um, it's the n- Drive, like an- the sequel. It isn't really no. Although there are some thematic connections between Drive, um, and also it's the same director and uh, Ryan Gosling okay. as in Drive. And um, it was like a super dark, hyper-stylized action movie, a little bit like Drive, that I thought was really, really good to watch. And um, also The Place Beyond the Pines, which I don't know if you remember seeing that. That's, it's also Ryan Gosling in <laughs> a... Um, in do we like have a man crush? A cop kind of thing. We do. <laughs> and, um, however, he's only in like half of it. The other half was the guy from Silver Linings Playbook. Bradley, uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. So it was like the two of them doing like... Um, like a long form story about crime and how it destroys families and stuff and I thought it was really that's probably my pick for the year I feel bad that I haven't seen any of the well either of the two big Oscar Oscar play movies yet this year The American Hustle and uh, Wolf of Wall Street yeah, yeah Wolf of Wall Street of is supposed to be amazing everybody exactly. I talked to so is American Hustle it was incredible because American Hustle is the what's his name there Bradley Cooper yeah, Christian Thomas Bale o, Thomas O. Russell who did Silver Linings Playbook? Who did I Heard Huckabees? Who did like another one? Like he's like on yeah. a fucking like crazy run of good Hits, movies. Yeah, and supposedly Wolf of Wall Street is Leo's time to get the Oscar. Apparently, it's gonna happen. Oh this time. really? I don't know, man. There's apparently like there. A lot of people are saying like it might be too out there for Oscars to fully. Really? He snorts a... snorts blow out of a lady's hoo ha. Yep. There's like an extended scene of Jonah Hill masturbating. Yep. Like there's like apparently a lot of apparently Jonah Hill's performance though is like mind blowing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like that that's in, the thing. In the movie or just while he's masturbating. <laughs> Although I have I have heard that the runtime is like three hours, three hours and And Lord knows the Academy hates those long ass movies. No, 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 no. Lord no, of the Rings. No, but they're like but it takes like a long time. Like even uh, even Walter 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 did go see it and Walter was saying that he's like there's like a two hour and 20 minute cut of it that's fucking fantastic somewhere like right, like he's right. like there is somewhere like a fucking like condensed version of it that is mind blowing like it's still very good yeah. but he's like, like your mind kind of strays on a three hour like cause two hours and 20 is still a fucking long movie but three hours is extremely long like yeah. so yeah there's like and apparently I don't know, Whatever, don't want to talk about it. We'll probably talk about it on the podcast coming yeah, up. But, sure. but those it. are movies that I'm excited to see. The other one I forgot to mention was OXV The Manual. Which was oh, really yeah, that was good. a lot of fun. It was fun. like a crazy ro- science romance, whatever. It's the only romance movie I've ever seen that I actually enjoy. <laughs> we talked about it on the, the Fantasia podcast, if yeah, you want to yeah, go back yeah. and listen to it. It's the weird one where it's like your luck is like a quantified, like measurable component of yourself. Yeah. Or you have like a measurement of it. It's called like your tuning or something like that. Like, I forget yeah. what the term was. No, used. tuning is from Dark City. Can something tune. close to that though. But then yeah. the whole thing was, was that if your if your luck quantifier doesn't interact correctly with your partner's luck quantifier, then it could have repercussions like planes dropping out of the sky around yeah, you and like messing with the luck for yeah. the whole world around. It's like you. It the, the, the love story yeah. of like the person with the most luck and the person with the least luck in the world. Yeah. And they try to like how they balance it out. Delightful. It's kind of cool. Um, 
Books? I don't have any books. I feel like a big fucking... Illiterate hobo? Yep. I read like a 10 books, and, or like more than 10, like 50 books this year, and I can't like think of one that was from this year. Yeah. You, know? you can so, tell it's just maybe a good book. Um, okay, the most recent one. I just finished um, uh, Public Enemies. Scott's and, book. Yep, and it was fucking great. <laughs> Holy right? shit. That's a super, great book. And I didn't realize, okay, so this this book is like the actual history of Bonnie and, and Bonnie Clyde, Clyde uh, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Babyface Nelson, Dillinger, John Dillinger, uh, and uh, the, the gang. Carpus Barker gang. Yeah. Wow. And um, and it turns out all six of these, these things were happening literally at the same time, 1932, 33, 34. They're all dead in 34. And the FBI essentially did not exist in 32. And the FBI was like, okay. Bumbled into existence. Completely bumbled. They were the worst fuck-ups. <laughs> they screwed up literally everything they did for Holy the first, crap. like, 400 pages of this. It's like 600 pages. 400 pages of it is the FBI fucking everything up. <laughs> letting, uh, like, informants go. Not staking out family members as houses. Like, literally walking up to Carpus, the most wanted man in the United States of America, and not recognizing him and then walking <laughs> right past him. Like, shit like that. And, um... It I, I, like and it's hard to believe that this was all historical and and, like, and at the same time yeah that's what always time. Time. and it's not romanticized yeah. it's all factual yeah the guy who did the history was like I'm like anytime I put text in this book right at the start of it he's like anytime I put text in here it is a quote that I have taken from FBI historical papers yeah wow. none of this is dramatized this is all as historical as you could possibly be and if there's something I'm not sure about I will note it mm-hmm. so this is the story of I uh, want to read this it was so good so yeah. good. Yeah, I'm and the movie was so so mediocre. Was it? There's yeah. a movie. Yeah, they took that. They're like, oh wow, this is an amazing book. Let's yeah. let's make a movie about all of this stuff going on. And what they what they call it? Public, Public enemies. enemies. Yeah. Oh, okay. the Johnny Depp. And apparently, uh, it was very dry and like not like. It was very mediocre. It was just a very mm. mediocre movie. The book got it. to be a little dry at some parts because it was historical and they were talking about every little detail. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's too much material for a movie. It could well, it was mostly about Tom, yeah, uh, Dillinger. John Dillinger, and yeah. um, Carpus, Babyface Nelson. No, well, yeah, it was the guy who plays um, Tommy from Snatch and uh, Al Capone and and Boardwalk Empire plays hmm. Babyface Nelson. Yeah, but he's he's like there's no depth to him. He's basically just a, a crazy sociopath person. with a gun. And... They emphasize that heavily in the book. This man <laughs> was a sociopath. Dillinger was like had all kinds of like plans and schemes and whatever. Babyface was just like, just like killing. I, I just like killing people. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm halfway halfway through the Boardwalk Gangster book. Also didn't come out this year, but yeah. the, the story of Lucky Luciano. Yep. And he yeah. was just kind of the devil. <laughs> just just being like, hey, you know what? Like fucking booze is not gonna cut it. What we should get into is heroin, and mm-hmm. is like almost single handedly responsible for heroin in North America. Like fantastic. Fucking, you're like that's, what? That's a legacy. She, you know, like it's ridiculous, and it's yeah. cool that because they're you like Depeche Mode. Well, you like <laughs> Lucky Luciano, exactly. It's Nine Inch Nails, Lucky Luciano, like Lou Reed, Lucky Luciano. A lot of the work of Andy uh, Andy Warhol. Yeah, that's Luciano. Like just like fucking like hugely instrumental in the importation of heroin, like on the whole, into North America. It's cool that like I also like watching it. Like we just finished up uh, season three of Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. and like where they're where like Luciano and Lansky are trying to like sell Rothstein on like the heroin trade and they're like no 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 and I was like man like and fuck it and they talk about it in the book too like nobody wanted in on it because they were like they're making so much money on booze but and they tried to see themselves as being respectable and not drug merchants yeah exactly that's it it was like this whole thing and like Luciano was like there's so much fucking money in heroin let's let's fucking go and it's cool too because like what the the author talks about is that they were like 
like in later life, like both Luciano and Lansky would like openly talk about like woo, like booze running and bootlegging and shootouts and all that stuff. But like they really did not talk about how they like created the heroin market because they're like that's not something that was fun and glitzy and like gangster yeah. pow pow. That was ruining people, you know. Like, yeah. Like the whole like bootlegging thing is like super fun and romanticized, and the heroin trade is like fucking serious business. I, like neither of them ever talked about it, huh. even though they were like fucking like the keystone right of the yeah. of it. You read any books, Scott? Uh, yeah, I read a few things, but not nothing really notable. I read a bunch of like Clive Cussler garbage, yeah. and uh, I'm reading Neil Stevenson's Reem D. What? Reem D. It's like Read Me with a typo in it. Huh. Is it good? It's very good. Yeah. It's it's another Neil Stevenson built Behemoth. the foundation of your house on this book. book yeah. But I'm reading it slowly. I'm reading another book called Empire State, which I don't like. But hey, you, you told me it. you talked about this in the show. Like it, yeah, it was by just, Adam Christopher. You still just, not gone through it? No, uh, I was reading it on the way here and was just like, man. Like, why am I still reading this? Why am I still reading this book? <laughs> it seems so cool, but it, well, that's a glowing recommendation. Yeah. Ever, yeah. The, the cover is beautiful. That's. <laughs> That's why I brought it home. <laughs> no, it's a. It's apparently it's it's set in New York during the time of Prohibition, and it's supposed to have superheroes. And it there's been very little about Prohibition or superheroes, like uh, 200 pages into the book. Well, it's like, wow. you lied. <laughs> you lied, Singer. Uh, Sophie. No books. books. No, no books. I've been distracted all year. Do not. I can't. I don't know. I can't read books right now for some reason. Usually, I can't put one down. Like I'm always going from one book to another. But no, not lately. Yeah. Video games? I was going to say comics. Oh, yeah, comics. Comic books? Yeah, I got I got two great comics. This I, is the best series I'm reading is Saga by Brian K. Vaughan, who did Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's so good. I have a series that came out in 2013. I was very impressed with... Well, came out series that was... I think it started in 2012. was running in 2013. They took a sabbatical. I think it starts now. March 2014 starts back up again as American Vampire. I fucking loved it. I tore through it super, super fast. American Vampire? American Vampire. Who's it by? Sugar Sweet the Vampire. Uh, the original storyline was by Stephen King, but I can't remember the people who actually oh, did it right now. Oh, I was now. interested until you said Stephen King. He only wrote... He, Stephen King writes the six-issue backstory for Sugar Sweet, and then he doesn't write any of the rest of it. Okay. So he came up with the, the concept of it, and it's like a whole kind of take on vampires, just where vampires are... Like, every, basically every supernatural creature is a strain of vampire. Like, werewolves are just vampires that have, like, attuned to the moon and stuff like that. Like, so American vampires, it has to do with a lot with the soil and where they come from. American vampires can daywalk and have different weaknesses hmm. and are, like, stronger and faster than the old European vampires. Old European vampires are shitty and weak in terms of powers, but because they've been around fucking forever, they can, like, they control everything politics, like white wolf vampires basically do but in terms of like power level like a lot of the old like methuselah vampires are like super powerful in terms of a fight but they're like monstrous so they could never like blend in and like get into politics and stuff it's super cool how they all work together and stuff and like even like zombies are basically just shit vampires king wrote like a six king wrote uh so like the first i can't remember the name of the fucking author the first six issues are all Mm double-sized and it's like the current events that are happening and the old west origin of sugar sweet who's like the first american vampire i gotta say that's like the shittiest name ever for a vampire i kind of like it's it's because he's a it was like um from the old west like it was like his nickname like fucking doc holiday or whatever was sugar sweet like it's not his actual name obviously it's just like i I find it's kind of cool like as a and he had like he likes he liked candy 
Like, he's just like this fucking badass outlaw. Who had a sweet tooth. Had a thing for candy. Yeah. And, like, yeah, totally you can see that, like, as a thing. And that's just what he goes for. Right. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, there we go. And the reason I picked up American Vampire was actually because I read another comic that I think uh, has a, uh, an honorable mention, which is the New Dead Guardians. And there kept being ads for American Vampire in the back of New Dead Guardians. Turns out I was way more impressed with American Vampire. Right. But New Dead Guardians is also a good read. I have a fucking blow... He's also writing Swamp Thing. You read Swamp Yeah, Thing. I think that's also yeah. why I was like, I recognize his name. And he was doing Swamp Thing with uh, Paquette. Yeah. Like Paquette. Who you... Yeah, who was on Go Plug Yourself. Um, I have the comic event of the fucking century that I just read the first two issues of because there's only two issues. Just started at the end of 2013 and issue two came out in January. Have you heard about Afterlife with Archie? Yeah. Afterlife of what? Holy shit, is it good. Archie Comics has put out a book called Afterlife with Archie and it's Archie during the zombie apocalypse. Like a zombie whole and fucking played straight as fuck. Like no jokes. No, whatever. It starts off like hot dog, like Jughead's dog gets hit by a car. He brings it to Sabrina, the teenage witch. She fucking invokes like necromancy. Her fucking ants like turn into these like hideous things and fucking outcast her and banish her. And then the fucking zombie plague starts to go out. What? You're like reading this and you're like, like other than swearing, it's fucking full straight horror, but with all the Archie characters. There's all like fucking weird undertones, like uh, Cheryl and Jason Blossom, Cheryl oh. and Jason Bloom are, like, incredibly insinuated that they're incestuous. Like, you know, just sort of like, why are you even seeing this guy? And he's like, he's just fun, but we're family, and that's forever. And, like, Cheryl holds Jason's hand, and you're like, weird! Like, fucking... Okay, wait, who does the artwork? Is it anything like the actual Archie comics? No, the artwork is by fucking friends, super famous artist. Fuck. I oh, my France. God. Hold on, how did they get the rights to this? No, yeah. it's, it's published by, by Archie. Archie. And it's, wow. written, and it's written by uh, American Horror Story guy. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now I'm sold. Whoever yeah. the fuck came up with that idea is just ge- genius. That's yeah. fucking amazing. And it's like, but like all the like, it's amazing because you know so much about these characters, and they're yeah. like they're perfect zombie characters, right? Like yeah, the stereotypes. The fucking like the like the the good girl Betty and like the bitch girl Veronica and the, the slacker the slacker like Jughead and whatever, and fucking, like yeah. the meathead Moose. Like you're like yeah. all the zombie stereotypes are right there, but you know everything about them. You know yeah. all their names. You're like that's amazing. I might actually read a zombie story. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. super. I've read the first two issues because there's only two issues, and they're fucking. Really good. I was like, oh, I'll pick it up. Like when I was looking for uh, like comics that came out this year, I picked up the the first one and was like, at at very least, this will just be a shitty Archie comic, and mm-hmm. I don't know what is it. It is critically acclaimed. Every yeah. website, uh, comic book resources, Comics Alliance, IGN, they're all like, oh my god, this is great. You must read it. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking super good. And it, it, and fucking like I said, it just plays on the fact that we know these characters just super well, and like some stuff that you obviously maybe like would have like suspected and whatever yeah. like like Betty and Veronica finally just like bitching at each other like being like like you're both both of them to the other person being like you're a fucking piece of shit like <laughs> you know, you're just like this yeah. needs to happen so who's the artist? Uh, oh, Roberto Aguirre Scaccia send that and, over let me, let me see that oh, that's, that's the writer that's the writer and Francesco Francavilla yeah there you go very um, like pulp they, all the all the art looks really like the covers of old Pulp magazine kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like nice. The art, the art style really goes good. So it's like a style that actually... So 1950s-ish? Yeah, very 1950s. Well, that's the origins of Archie Comics, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The okay. art is fucking gorgeous, too. 
Cool. Super cool. Ah, that's I can't wicked. honestly say I remember reading a single comic book this year. Huh? Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that concept is alien to me. Uh, I've been reading Manhattan Project still this year. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series is still great mm-hmm. this year. Um, East of West, which is a weird Isn't Western uh, post-apocalyptic series. Yeah, that was, that was, I saw that one when I was uh, poking around on uh-huh. 2013 comics. Uh, Brian Wood's Conan, the Barbarian comics are fantastic. He's he's leaving the book, which is means I'm dropping it. Like I just, yeah. <laughs> his his writing has been so good. Um, Speaking of that, I tried rewatching the or watching for the first time the the new Conan movie. I don't know if that was this year or last year. No, I think it was almost two thousand eleven, even maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Sorry, it was. It had no. It, it, yeah. it, it was like um, Hercules: The Legendary Journeys quality yeah. just didn't oh man that. I'm in now okay now I'm sold I'm <laughs> watching it <laughs> well, just, just so long as you know what you're getting into because it's not the, the crushing Schwarzenegger yeah no care. drama Hercules was awesome <laughs> I'm watching this <laughs> it was disappointing music okay yeah sure <laughs> uh, my, my favorite album was a free album that was released for a first, first few couple months and the only reason I heard about it was because of the story that came out. Like he released this album for free on the internet and then saw it on the Billboard charts because mm-hmm. someone had started selling it. Oh, he was like, hey! Yeah, remember you talked about this on the show. Yeah, Chance the Rapper's album, Acid Rap. He's uh, an indie rapper out of Chicago. Yeah, he played a little couple of tracks for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes out... Uh, uh, Childish Gambino is on it and Action Bronson is on the album. So those are two of the other rappers I listen to a lot. Right. And this album was better than either of their albums that came out this year wow so uh, i really dug it he's young he's like 20 21 years old and just i kept going back to that record and listening to it a lot hmm. and there's like the the big obvious choice the new arcade fire? fire disc yeah although i was gonna say both of them random access memories and reflector yeah, i thought were yeah. both fucking very good albums I haven't uh, gone back to daft punk yeah no? me neither like i listened like, to, I listen to the two the two tracks the the two singles I've listened. The single to. is very good. The, but, yeah, uh, Reflector. I think Reflector, obviously. Uh, Reflector, I think, was a fucking really good album. Very, was, very, very strong. There's all kinds of good tunes on it. I think I like it even better than uh, Suburbs. Suburbs. Wow, yeah. I really like Suburbs. Yeah, I really. Like, I was like, I, I definitely, I definitely like it better than Neon Bible. Yeah, yeah. Like for sure, for sure. And I don't know. I'd have to have to do maybe a compare and contrast with Suburbs. I, I like. I didn't go back to the Daft Punk album. I really expected to like have it on repeat for a year, and it just like is fun and all, but. Yeah, it's not. I just I turned it off and it didn't come back on. I, I listen to it a lot in the mornings. <laughs> it's, it's all very mellow. This is the album that I listen to. I think the most this year is uh, "Modern Vampires of the City" by Vampire Weekend. Huh. Listen, yeah, I listen to that album a fucking lot. There's one track on that that I listen to a whole. The uh, the old timey. Diane Young one, like Diane the, Young. Yeah, 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 Diane Young is one of the singles. That one's really catchy, That's a but really good song. But a lot of it, I find that I find it's a little bit all over the place musically. Like they experiment with a lot of genres, which is not like I don't think a bad thing. But it's just it's not necessarily the most cohesive album. But I think each song individually. Is I really listen strong. to music on shuffle a lot, anyway. So yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like, but like songs don't really flow in. Like like Diane Young is like almost like a Buddy Holly kind of old school rock song and then like the that's why I like Vampire Weekend though like I love Cousins yeah so exactly which is like a fucking old world wedding song <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because Red Fang put out a new album 
they had a wicked single off of that, uh, Blood Like Cream, and they put out an uh, an amazing Blood Like Cream. Yeah, Blood Like Cream, and they put out an amazing new video about uh, zombie apocalypse, and it's great. Mm-hmm. You watched Red it? Fang Wicked. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it, it's just it's a music video, and it's fun. And the zombies are actually... I won't ruin it. You guys should go fucking watch it. It's so, good. So I had a thought about heavy metal music mm-hmm. this this year. I watched The Gate this year. Okay. The, the 80s horror movie. Wow. Yeah. It's a brother, a sister, and a nerdy friend, right? Mm-hmm. And the nerdy friend is super into metal music. He's like a redhead with aviator glasses and like... Okay. A bad mullet, and he finds like the secret to the gate. And I thought that was where heavy metal really changed. In, the movie in, The Gate. No. Uh, when, when, <laughs> the movie when, The Gate changed when, everything. So we were metal. talking about like Room 237 and like crazy ass <laughs> fucking conspiracies. Did you see Scott like, like well, on like a voiceover on like the film The Gate? I feel that this is when heavy metal really changed. Look at this redhead. Look at his aviator. I really noticed it this year. Um, <laughs> Heavy metal music doesn't appeal to nerds anymore. And I think that I, uh, it really used to. Like, if you go back and watch some of those Metallica videos where they pan over the crowd, mm-hmm. man, there are a lot of nerds in that I don't crowd. know, dude. I was, I was at Heavy MTL this year, and I can guarantee you there are a lot of fucking nerds still listening to heavy metal, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, n- n- not in the fill-up the arena. But no, you're, I think you're, heavy Olympic metal Stadium. still appeals to nerds. I think you're getting new metal confused with heavy metal. New metal appeals to frat or boys. Or that whole rap rock thing. Yeah, exactly. It's all frat boys. Exactly. Like, or like, what like, what uh, do they call it? Like, fucking, yeah, like, new, new metal, metal and stuff yeah. like that. Like, disturbed Durst metal, whatever. Disturbed and I don't know. I think a lot of it is, is, is now that, that image of, like, if you're not a freaking biker, then you're not. I don't know, man. I was going to say that my best. I'm not a freaking biker. Dress the part, though. You dress yeah, the part, though. You could. No, if you wanted to, you got a bike. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you could rock the leather and. I don't want to wear leather. It's so not even no. if you just you have a leather jacket. Well, yeah. Yeah, and your boots. Boots have steel toes and flames on them. Okay, well, fine. You're wearing a Sailor Jerry T-shirt. Yeah, that's whiskey. Everything is black. Tattoos on jeans. both hands. <laughs> exactly. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I hate you guys. <laughs> Man, we should get you a bike. <laughs> We're yes, get her a please motorcycle. get me a bike, man. I want to buy DDR's old bike. Oh my god! You just said you wanted to be a biker just now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Whatever. Uh, <laughs> best argument ever. <laughs> I was in my best best live show this year was at Heavy MTL and it was Rob Zombie. I was really so I didn't see a ton of live shows this year. Yeah, I didn't see a single one. I saw Slayer. Yeah, Rob Zombie rocked the motherfucker. Like, it was super stupid, super cheesy Rob Zombiness, but, like, super theatrical and over the top. And I was yeah, like, I, love I was that. like, this is exactly what I want from Rob Zombie. Right. Like, I don't want him to, like, fucking get up there and make a movie. <laughs> Lord, <that's insane. laughs> no, but, like, you don't, like, you don't want him to get up there and just play the songs. Like, you want to see a fucking giant robot with, like, flames shooting out of it and stuff. Like, yeah, totally. Our generation's Alice Cooper. He right? really is. Basically, yeah, yeah it's exactly. It was a, and a super similar performance to seeing Alice Cooper like the year prior or whatever, like yeah. over the top. I saw them back to back once at Heavy MTL. That was fucking wicked. Yeah, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, exactly. That set was fucking amazing. Runner up Mastodon at Heavy MTL. It's good times at Are Heavy they good? MTL. Mastodon is so, always good. Mastodon is so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but they're like they're are just standing up there playing the music like. Yeah, yeah. 
What was? <laughs> well, they have a huge psychedelic screen they usually bring along with them. They didn't at Heavy MTL this year. Oh no! No, I've oh. I've seen it before, but they, they just stood there playing. They had like a big fucking dragon or something in the background. But when when did you see DFA? That was a concert you talked about forever. Yeah, yeah, that shit, that was right? end of 2012. Ah. That was December 2012. And here we are talking about it again. Oh, it's so good. I'm excited. <laughs> I like. I'm, I'm gonna put in my choice for the 2014 year in review album and say that I hope it's the new DFA album that comes out in March. Like, like we all said, it was gonna be exactly Daft Punk this year. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. But I've actually heard the new DFA stuff because of that show. So unless they fucking like really fuck things up in the course of like seven or eight months. Pretty you never know. Seven or eight. Well, that's the thing. The thing like my big concern is that it's gonna be like people are like, oh, it's just more of the same. But I'm like, well, what did you want? Like, did you want them to fucking yeah. make all new music? It's just gonna be more fucking DFA tracks, which I have did, no problems with. Did you listen to the remix album? More of the same was that whole album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Four songs over and over again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's great. Any other music? Uh, I'm trying to think of any shows. Other shows I saw. Our shows? Uh, Rare Chandeliers by Action Bronson was pretty good. Uh, the new Childish Gambino record was not very good. I didn't like it very much at like all. I listened to it like once and chucked it. I was like, oh, this is really? this is for fans of Jay-Z and Kanye West. This is not for nerdy fans white guys. Gambino. But he had a, it was, had a great album name. What was it? Because the Internet. Yeah, Because the Internet <laughs> was the name of his album. And that's that's a double why I feel I was betrayed by this record. Yeah, it, it wasn't for Because it really people. wasn't for the Internet. Yeah. yeah but, Huh. Miley Cyrus's performance, uh, where she sang at the AMAs, at the uh, AMAs, that was because of the internet. That was because of the internet. Explain. <laughs> you didn't see it. I don't know. Oh my god, it's so good, dude! It's her. Right, no, no, no. You got to set it up first. So, Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga are both scheduled to play at the AMAs, and but, like pop music fans are like, "This is this is the showdown. This mm-hmm. is who is more shock pop." Like the Queen. biggest pop diva, like Lady Gaga and the up and cover. Lady Gaga Cyrus. comes out and does this huge production where she is playing a secretary that's trying to sleep with the president, and the president is played by R. Kelly, and it's this giant set, choreographed dancers, the whole uh, thing is out on stage, and people are like, oh, okay, that was weird. Pretty crazy. Yeah. And Miley Cyrus comes out. Yeah, Miley Cyrus comes out just like standing there, not even in anything that crazy, just like a bikini, a bikini. or something. Like one of her like Miley Cyrus's bikinis, mm-hmm. and then there's like a sad big-eyed cat behind her in space, and then she starts singing "Wrecking Ball," doesn't move, and the cat's lips lip sync to the lyrics of "Wrecking Ball," <laughs> and then in, like about three quarters of the way through the song, the cat starts crying, and like that is it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a big giant screen of a sad cat, <laughs> and she doesn't move, she doesn't do anything. She I doesn't like, dance. She doesn't. Somebody forced me to watch this. Was it you, Keith? That is amazing. So good. I was like, fucking Miley Cyrus. Like, and like someone was talking about, like, oh, like, does she really like make these decisions? I'm like, she's a 20 year old girl who fucking has nothing to do but fucking spend time on the internet. Like, I'm sure she's perfectly in tune with what internet people yeah. want. Like, yeah. fucking all that travel time and stuff. Like, why the fuck wouldn't? What else is she doing? Like, tons of time on Twitter, tons of time on social media, sure. like, memes and stuff. Probably her whole That's life. That's pretty intense. Yeah, like she's. Just, I, f- I find it kind of a shame. I don't, like. I don't. I don't really pay attention to these pop things that yeah. much. But like, I find "Wrecking Ball" is just not a good song. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I, like, it's a, like even even like I don't like Lady Gaga, whatever. But at least her tunes have, have are like have a little bit of pop catchiness yeah, to them. Yeah. You can actually like listen to it if you're forced to. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, she opens her mouth, and I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. Turn this off. <laughs> her singing in front of a big kitten. Right. I, like, I, that's great, you know. <laughs> but it, I don't think it redeems her. Her whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe her music will get better. Who knows? Maybe. 
We, we had long conversations about Miley Cyrus one time, Sophie and I. Yes, yeah. we did. I don't feel like having it again because I think that 80% of your conversation these days is about fucking Miley Cyrus. Really? I heard Miley. Is this a thing? I heard yeah. Miley forever. Huh. I, I think she looks shockingly like Jennifer Dick. <laughs> like shockingly similar. Well, Jen doesn't look like that anymore. I know, I know, but that the Jen that I remember looks like Miley Cyrus now. That's great. Hi, Jen. Uh, it's super weird. <laughs> I don't like this. Keith is uncomfortable uh, in his pants. Anyways, I, I saw some comedy shows at Just for Laughs. Was, I like Moisha Kasher. Moisha Kasher was a really good show. He did a like a whole monologue about growing up. Uh, he was like Jewish. But What's like, the name like Moishe Kasher? Yeah, exactly. But like, wow. like, like, but like yeah. not Orthodox Oy. Jewish, but like another, like a kind of a branch of Orthodox Jewish. Mm-hmm. But both of his parents were deaf. So he was listening to gangster rap all the time. <laughs> so he was like, it was just like, I just listened to like fucking NWA, like as loud as I wanted to in my like Orthodox Jewish home. Mm-hmm. And it was like this whole, like it was like this whole basically his life story as like a, as a comedy piece, but it was like right. fucking super fascinating. And then he like moved to like Oakland or whatever and. Like got into drugs and shit like fucking hmm. super early and really good. Probably one of the one of the better specials I've seen this year. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't see any live ones, but I saw a bunch on, on TV on the Netflix. Yeah. Live what? Sorry. Comedy sets. Comedy sets. Uh, uh, Donald Glover's Weirdos was amazing. Yeah. Um, Mark Maron. I hate Mark Maron so much. I really liked his his set. I really hate him. Thinky Pain. Thinky Pain was yeah, the special. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Um. Louis C.K., the, the HBO special, the new yeah. one. That was really good. Yeah, wasn't, as, wasn't as good as the trailer for it, though. What was the trailer? I'm going to come out, and it's going to say my name in big letters, Louis C.K., and then I, like it shows up. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear a suit. It'll show me in the suit, and then I'll walk out to the stage, and no one will be there for the trailer. <laughs> the floor will look all wet. Like He's just describing the trailer for every right. comedy HBO movie. special, <clears throat> yeah. comedy special, and then like that happens. Yeah. Aziz, Aziz talked about that on a podcast, being like, how do you open, like, a fucking comedy movie, like, during the trailer? He's like, well, you show the guy getting ready in the back or whatever, and then, like, someone comes in and, like, tells him it's time, and then you see him walk down the stairs and then comes out, and it's, like, every fucking movie. And he's like, I'm ashamed <laughs> that that's in my specials. But he's like, it kind of has to be, because you can't yeah. just have, like, produced by and whatever, just, like, happening over the comedy. Like, that's shitty. They're like, what's the fucking intro to a comedy special if it's not the guy heading to the Showing stage? Showing up to the show. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's like an every comedy special ever. It's the opening sequence to Louis C.K.'s TV show. Yeah, so they can like walk through the city and then head yeah. down to the cellar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking. What Time else? to mix it up. Anything else? Video games. I was going to say, I want to give an honorable mention before we branch into video uh-huh. games. To despite not coming out this year, I think board game of the year goes to Arkham Horror. It sure yes, does. <laughs> yes, it does. It totally it like conquered got, our group. Exactly. We Dude. we picked up the core end of 2012. I picked it up at uh, with Christmas money from Sarah's parents. Yeah. And then we bought like Dunwich like a instantaneously a dropped three hundred dollars on the game. And then we bought and all the expensive Tupperware to fucking manage <laughs> yeah. it. And exactly. Yeah, and we played on almost weekly. Oh, it's basis. fantastic! It's really good. I'm I'm really into if it. You're listening. Yeah, I like it. I played yeah. it. Yeah, if you're listening and haven't played Arkham Horror, I would definitely say like head down to Chimera or something. They have the core set. Yeah, they you do. Know, to take all the tables. <laughs> yeah, you need tables. For even that. the core, even the core is pretty. It's a ton of space. Pretty big and core and multiple. It's designs. just such a different gaming experience than any other board game. I had certainly played up until that point. Yeah. Like, the whole fully cooperative aspect of it. The whole like. How adaptive it is! Like just so many different different games that just manipulate the mechanics. Yeah, and and, and in very simple, like not 
it's a very complicated game, but the, the tweaks to the complicated game are all fairly simple. Yeah. And as long, as long as you understand those tweaks, you, you have a completely different play experience from one match to the yep. next. It's great. Yeah, if, you liked, if, yeah. if you liked a game like Pandemic, then this is the same kind of feel where you're not playing against each other. You're playing yeah. with each other to, against the game. Was the other one Forbidden Island? Forbidden Island, which was like oh, yeah. a stripped younger, down pandemic. Uh, strip, uh, by the same company, yeah, super stripped down for, for younger, yeah, yeah a younger audience. Well, not necessarily younger. I think just faster. We haven't played Eldritch Horror, which we should have, because it came out this year, and so, that would have been a good. Yeah, that would have been a good one. But I've heard that it's basically not Arkham Horror. Like, yeah. like the I read, I actually read Board Game Geek a lot. Like, just in terms yeah. of games and stuff like that. Like, I I picked up. I mean, actually, I did pick up. I haven't played it yet, though. I picked up a game that came out in 2013 called uh, The Phantom d'Opera, mm-hmm. which was by the guys who did Monsieur Jack. Which is a uh, it's a, a two player only game where one person plays uh, at least Mr. Jack where one person played the murderer and the other person plays the investigator. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. And it's like, and the they took the core mechanic of that and they play and they put it to the Phantom of the Opera. Right. And so they stripped out a lot of a lot of the sides. So it's just the investigator. So you have to like move. Everybody gets to move the investigators, but only the the Phantom has control over like doing like bad things to the opera hall mm-hmm. which in turn like makes Miss Carlotta flee and if you make Miss Carlotta flee you've successfully stopped the opera, the opera and whatever yeah. and if you capture the phantom you've saved the opera right. fucking and if it's like anything like Mr. Jack I'm sure it's gonna be fucking super fun but like it's like a two player game that takes about 30 minutes to play and you just move around all the little pieces hmm. and stuff like that I'm willing to bet with Eldritch like I heard the same thing that it's like a lot less complicated because yeah, exactly. there's no expansions for it yet it's, yeah, a, it's exactly. at the point like Arkham Horror if you just sit down and play with the base is pretty easy and you can I don't know, zip like, through from, the yeah, game. but from what I from what I read about Eldritch Horror is they were just sort of like if you played Arkham Horror and you were like this is like too fiddly and fucking like iffy and weird and stuff like that and you're like this is too much yeah. Eldritch Horror will be amazing but they're like if you really like Arkham you're gonna feel like let down a little bit by Eldritch because you're like right. oh I wish there was more stuff more stuff going on yeah. and whatever so they're like it's a lot less dense which is I mean what we'll have to do is come up with our own homebrewed rules where you can play Arkham Horror and Eldritch Horror at the same time <laughs> with the same character and when you're when you like need more clue tokens or whatever because you've, you've spent them all in Arkham you can go adventure in the world <laughs> like on the other board <laughs> that'd be pretty intense that'd be super fun god that sounds like the time we played Twilight Imperium with two boards yeah and 12 players or something it was 12 yeah. players on two different tables and yeah and then one well, so table we've, we've never, we've never with done the wormholes crossing over yeah, yeah. we've never done the all board expansion Arkham yet? No, we need to. We, ugh, I think we need to be so tedious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> need to be set aside a day. Yeah, imagine all boards and all small boxes would just be fucking or done in ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like all this setup <laughs> and we lost. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So big, once again, video games. Big up to Arkham Horror. <laughs> I just wanted to get that in before video games. Yeah, no, it's totally worth it. That was a huge part of this year. 2013, we yeah. played that yeah. game like every week or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, if not more. I know I played more because like, there were a couple times I was alone at the cottage and I played games by myself like all night long. You Arkham masturbated? I sure did. Arkham masturbated. <laughs> Arkham masturbated. Great. <laughs> I would just say hoard. <laughs> hoard. I hoard myself. <laughs> <laughs> hoard all over the place. Arkham hoard myself. Up north. <laughs> Up north by myself. Mm-hmm. So video games. This is John's I sat down area. to make a list, and I was like, I don't have a list. I didn't play any of the major titles. The big, big, big ones were like Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite. That's game um, of the year for me. Yeah. For sure. And a lot of people are saying that. And then I realized, like, I didn't play that many first 
like launches this year. I played a whole bunch of stuff that's like green light on Steam. Okay. So like games that are not officially launched yet, and they're letting you into the alphas. Mm-hmm. Um, like I got super huge into that scene, so I bought like ten or fifteen titles that are like the first five levels are finished, and they're like getting money to finish making okay. the game, which is pretty awesome. And um, and then the only one that really like stuck out to me was Papers Please, which I don't know if you guys Papers Please. That. Uh, I nope. saw it. Was it totally worth? Well, I, like I looked at it, was like this looks like it was made 15 years ago, so there's already some appeal. Yeah, and, and then, <laughs> but it's also like 10 bucks, right? Or yeah, five bucks or something. It was super cheap, and then I was yeah. like, wait, no, this might just be a texty. Okay, so here's the concept of the game: you're you're a guy working at, at the like entry point to like a Soviet Russia type of ter- like super evil empire. Okay, and your job is to let people through the gate if they have the correct documentation, and refuse them entry if they do not. And um, oh, they, wow. like seriously, it's like super simple <laughs> graphics. They hand you their passport, and then you got to like look at their passport and be like, D- does the picture match? Does the, the do they like should the person have access based on a number of criteria? Yeah. Which changes from level to level, and then you get money based on how many people you let in. And if you don't get enough money, you won't be able to pay to heat your house or to feed your family. So they start starving to death. And then if you screw up and you let in the wrong people, then you start getting docked pay. So it's like this whole the, the tension of like I want to feed my family, and then, and then do I take the time to actually go through? No this lie, this game sounds like the worst fucking time. Like I don't need a boring, shitty job. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it, like if you like a really tense job. <laughs> it's it's really compelling in the sense that like you get strangely emotionally invested in trying to do the best you can for this job that is also like super creepy because like you're you're like the border guard for like 1984 George Orwell yeah. evil empire like and you're doing your best for the empire because you want to feed your family and they're turning off the heat if you don't bring in extra money tonight you know like it's so crazy super weird but in, in terms of being like super cheap excellent experience it's not super long you'll get the whole like emotional attachment and storyline plays out pretty quickly it's like totally worth it this is like we're, we're in like a golden age right now for like people to games. be able to experiment with indie games and, and it's only gonna get better look the, the other title that I wanted to mention that, I, that isn't out yet so it's gonna be a 2014 launch is Age of Decadence which is like um, kind of like Hedonist Bot from Futurama no, 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 not at all, not at all. So it's somebody, it's somebody making like a post-apocalyptic fantasy setting with tiny amounts of magic, but like just about none. Um, and it's, it's visionaries. No, less less magic than visionaries, and it's like styled in a sense on ancient Rome. So there's all these like houses living in like this one major city that you're not in, and. The combat is, like, psychotically brutal. Everybody in the game is in in it out to fuck each other over for personal gain, and your character is in it to fuck everybody over for personal gain. And the, the plot line is, like, immensely complicated and tangled back in on itself, so there's, like, seven classes that have a totally different experience as they play through the game. And if you, like, if you start the game as a merchant, you're going to learn all kinds of stuff, but then if you play it again as a soldier... You're going to realize all the people you were helping were, in fact, total jackasses screwing mm. over the population, and you, like, see the same stuff play out differently. Cool. So the writing is, like, incredible, but you have to be willing to, like, sit there and read, like, seven pages of stuff before even starting the game mm. for anything to make sense. And then, you, you like, you run into a guy, and you have to talk to him for, like, ten pages of, of like, talk, 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 okay, choice, talk, 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 okay, choice. And, and like, if you don't want to sit there and pay attention to it, you're going to get nothing out of the experience because it's incredibly cranial. Which I know is like beyond a lot of people, but like yeah. the, 
And, like, that's fair. Like, not a lot of people want to, like, put that m- amount of work into having fun with a game. But if you're there for it, the, s- the story is crazy. John really likes games to make them work. <laughs> I guess. Jeez. Yeah. But this, this, that one in particular I found to be, like, like a ton of pleasure. It was, like, great. And somebody, they're, they're making, uh, so there's two titles that are, that are also coming out really soon. One of them is Black Arts, and the other one is um, uh, Giant Chalice, which are all people who are like, why didn't anybody make Final Fantasy Tactics again? It's fucking about time. And so yeah. Black Arts is already playable, and it's, like, very close to Tactics. Really good. And then Giant Chalice is coming out next year, which is going to be amazing. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, Why wouldn't Square make that game again? I have no fucking clue. Well, they tried. I, I, no, like, they made the Tactics ta- Advance. They tactics didn't fucking advance try. Was it was fucking awful. Bullshit and dumb. There's no, I don't understand. Fuck. Yeah. Tactics Advance was basically the... Um, Little kids version of Tactics. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy game? Mystic Quest. Mystic yeah. Quest. It yeah, was basically Mystic the Mystic Quest. It was Mystic Quest. His, as, as Mystic Quest is to Final Fantasy, ta- yeah. Tactics Advance is to Tactics. But it, it it was just it was such a slap in the face because tactics was so dark and adult yeah. and 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 then the literal start of fucking tactic advance yeah it's a dream it's snowball fight and yeah. we're gonna have a snowball f- what <laughs> like, to be fair snowball fight was also the beginning of tactics no the first fight in tactics is when you're like academy students in the yard and you get called out to fight a bunch of thieves who are coming into town the core mechanics are snowball fight though. There is no snowballs anywhere sure? in Final Fantasy. You throw rocks tactics. at each you other. You throw rocks is the the mm. like the ranged attack for the Squire class. But I understand. Yeah, You're I actually replayed the whole game this year, and I replayed it to the point of getting to level ten of the Infinite Dungeon, Crazy. or of the Dark Dungeon, yeah, or whatever. So the, I you the played the shit deep? out of it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it's Helm's Deep. Yeah, Tactics has still one of the. It's the only gaming experience where I've ever thrown my controller. <laughs> so Delita, Delita. It was Delita's reveal at the end of the game, and. Uh, I, yep. was, I was so mad that I threw a control. I've never been that upset no. with a plot point. Yeah. Not, was... I'm not like, oh, this really is stupid. Like, I'm, I can't believe this. I hate you, you 2013 character. year review gives a shout out to a Final <laughs> 15, 16 year old game. <laughs> nice. I, I don't have much to add other than I watched Indie Game the movie. This I was going to say Bioshock week. Infinite, though. I'm just touching that real quick. Yeah. When you talk about good endings, fucking best ending I think I've almost ever seen in a video game like especially if you I mean particularly if you played Bioshock 1 like it sort of presumes that the entire game goes and you're like it's not a sequel it's not a sequel and right at the end you're like it is a sequel and here's how things work and fucking like mind blown and it's fucking fantastic supposedly the end of The Last of Us is like that also yeah. Like you think it's going to be like a very simple zombie kind of story, and they they make it amazing. Yeah, uh, the, like Bioshock Infinite. I f- I kind of think that maybe the first one was like it's one of those things where like a sequel, like it, it does things very very well, but it's obviously going to be held up against the original, and it's like it's not different enough from the original. But like if it, if the original hadn't existed, it would have still been a fantastic game. But because the right. original existed, it almost takes away from it somehow. Really? If that makes sense. No, I'm not following. It's but. like how like how you just said that like oh like season six of Mad Men was amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like yeah, it's a given. So it's like a Bioshock with the Steve Levine and all them. It's gonna be amazing because it's a given, you know? Like because mm-hmm. of System Shock and because of the first Bioshock. Like sure. So it's like because you know it was gonna be awesome, it takes away a little bit of the wow factor. I think. Sure. Like sure. that's that's I think the only thing that sort of suffered around Bioshock a little bit. But the ending is fucking go play it. Play it and beat it, and you'll be like fucking. And there's only one ending. Yeah. Like, because they were like, the ending is so like tight and perfect that they were like, why the fuck would we make multiple endings to this game? Like, this is 
this is the end of the story. This is how the story ends. Yeah. And like yeah. they're fucking doing it. So. So you're saying I should play those Bioshock games? Bioshock One, I think, is old enough that you can play it now. Well, I'm playing Civ Five now, so that's three that's years only old. like three years old. Yeah. It's still a. How are you enjoying that, by the way? I uh, I am very much, and especially as the parent of an infant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when he cries, I walk away from the computer, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't you do over. anything. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Can't hope for better. <laughs> Sophie, I assume you're still playing WoW. Yeah, a li- not as much. I, mean, I, I log on twice a week to raid. Still a lot. More is WoW is WoW still coming out with new stuff? Or oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They announced a new expansion and everything. I watched the trailer. It looked pretty cool. It's just that I'm I'm super distracted with a bunch of other things. I don't have time to play games or read books lately. Yeah. So we break dancing. Huh? So I was I was looking at Steam and Steam had a whole bunch of like stuff on sale for the the Christmas? holidays. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like Star Wars, Star Trek Universe. Age of Conan. I was sorely tempted to log on and see if I'd be the only person playing. Mm-hmm. Like just no, man. There's still people. Like remember, like the fucking Ultima servers. Like the people have cloned them, and there's still people playing Ultima, right? Like yeah, yeah. But like, I, yeah, I know what you're saying because there was a whole like in the last ten years, a ton of MMOs have come out, and a lot of them have not not really done very well or like hung yeah. on with like a hundred thousand subscribers or fifty thousand subscribers or something. Which right. I bet with the state that Conan and and the Star Trek one is in. I right. bet Star Trek is in even more dire straits. Right? Like Wouldn't that, that be thing. awesome? Just you to would. log in and be like, I'm going to play for a week, so I'm going to be an admiral. <laughs> I've taken over the Klingon Empire. I don't know why. No, nobody stopped me. <laughs> so, closing thoughts? 2013? No, no, no closing thoughts. We haven't talked about personal achievements, and I made a list of obituaries I want to talk about. I want to hear the obituaries. In memoriam. I thought we did personal achievements was the idea at the beginning. When I was no, like, you said, what's up in 2013? And I mentioned that I met a boy, and then you changed the subject. I was All like, right, what? Well, it was good for you in 2013. And then you were like, not much. Which, which, which one do you want to start off with, Sophie? Personal achievements, go. I learned how to hypnotize people. Really? Yeah. Success- I successfully hypnotized two people in the last month. Seriously, John, go back and listen to this podcast and see what you said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I learned how to hypnotize people. I'm super excited and happy and and buzzing with enthusiasm about it. Yeah. Are you going to try to hypnotize John after this podcast? No. Why? Because. I think we should do that. If you want to. For science. All right. For science. All right. All right. Yeah, totally. We we can try it. I'm I'm still not amazing at it, but yeah. Okay. Other personal achievements? I adopted a dog. That's a huge thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Nice dog, too. And also, hang on, I wrote it down. The other thing. I'm super happy that I got to see two theater productions um, thanks to the website. Yeah. For free. And I I wrote a review, so I'm I'm really happy about that. I've seen more than two. You saw a couple plays at Fringe. At at Fringe? Remember the shows you went to at Fringe? Yeah, but I mean, like... Huge productions. Yeah, then not... you saw big productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's no. what I'm saying. You saw more than two. You saw two major productions, but Fringe isn't real theater, guys. No, no it is. Sorry, theater. Fringe. Oh my God. So John and I would John and I would like to say that the Fringe Festival. There are friends of the friends the of the friends yeah. of the website. Yeah, we're big fans. We're and, and it is real theater. It is. <laughs> they are productions. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay. So do you guys want to go over personal achievements before I do obituaries? Uh, I started running. That was a pretty big thing. Yeah. I'm running five. I can run 5K now, and I lost like 19 pounds this year. So I lost 20 pounds without running. I lost 30. 
by dieting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I started exercising, and I got promoted, and I got, yeah, it was a, it was a bomb year. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there was a baby. I mean, that, I covered that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever, man. You that. fail at jerking off. That's a big deal. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up at pulling out, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Keith? I don't know. I told you. That was He's yeah, succeeding at pulling out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I succeeded at pulling out. Did not have did not have a kid. Still going strong with no children. Hell. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Oh. Okay, so Who died? in chronological order, these are the ones that interested me. So whatever. Sophie's death was. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Bearer died on March fifth. That's Who's true. That? Paul Bearer. He's a manager of The Undertaker. Yeah. Okay. In WWE. Paul Bearer. Oh, I get it now. Oh, dead man. Oh. Yeah. No, he's awesome. I love that. That was a huge thing for What's everyone. What's his real name? I fucking forget Mark something. You gotta know this. No. It's something. Percy. No. That was one of those. There was another character. That was another character that he played. Was it Percy Pringle? Or something like that? Yeah. I don't don't remember what his name is. What was his other name? Either way, he's a a big loss. He's a character of our childhood. Yes. Um. (laughs) The the devil was sent back to the pit from whence she came. Margaret Thatcher died on April 8th. Yeah. Yep. Conservative. British British Prime Minister of the mm-hmm. 80s. You know that the, that mm-hmm. month in the UK, the song Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead went number one in the charts. That's hilarious. The BBC so tried to cons- like, they had no idea what the fuck to do with it. But yeah, so I that's turns. funny. Yeah. June 29th. Oh, wait, no, wait, sorry. May 2nd, Jeff Hanneman died. Slayers. Aww. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sad, Sophie. It was a bit of a blow to the metal community. One of the Giants died. Uh, June 29th, Jim Kelly died. Pro football quarterback? No, Jim Kelly, martial arts superstar, played alongside with Bruce Lee in Enter the Dragon in the seven. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one with the afro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bl- Black Belt Jones. Yes, Black Belt Jones ah. died. Yeah, super sad. Um, October 1st, Tom Clancy. Oh, really? Yeah, Tom yep. Clancy died. Hunt for huh. an October. Yeah, yeah, and so there he goes. No more of those Rainbow novels. Six video games. Yeah, yeah. Rainbow From, Six I, video I almost games. feel that they're going to keep coming out. Like of course Franklin they will. W. Dixon keeps writing those Hardy Boys novels. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> uh, Charles Schultz keeps writing Peanuts, and he's definitely dead. No, oh. there's no new Peanuts. Aren't there? They no. finally canceled them, but it, there was no, a ton no. Of the there. last ones with Charles Schultz. That he, the last ones they kept reprinting old Charles Schultz ones. Shame on you for not noticing every time you looked at the newspaper that this was a rerun, Keith. I don't know. I, I feel like... that they kept going with Ghostwriters. I was sure that they did. Nope. I thought they uh, talked about no, it. No, I... Isn't it, it was wouldn't like... that be like heresy? I'm pretty sure time would reverse penis? itself if it did. <laughs> well, October 27th, Lou Reed. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's, there's a musical... You'll be remembered uh, by for Lulu. Nope. No. For Metal Machine <laughs> Music. Yes. Good God. <laughs> Uh, December 5th was a big one, Nelson Mandela. Yep. Yeah, that's fucking Probably huge. the premier statesman of the 20th century. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. He was a pretty cool dude. Uh, Peter O'Toole on December 14th. Peter O'Toole. Yeah, Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conan. What? Yeah. Such audacity. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone. And the other thing, it's not an obituary, but the one thing that I like is that Pope Benedict, what's his face, stepped down as Pope, and now we have Pope Francis. And he's, yeah, he's the first. The cool pope. Uh, eh, South American pope. He's amazing. He's like, getting there. 
Uh, he's great. He's doing all these yeah, cool things. He is. He certainly is doing cool things. But what would be better would be handing over a list of priests who have committed crimes to local law enforcement. Like that would be they true. Should have done. Yes. But he's all even, of this he's other even, stuff is like public image bullshit. No. He's no. Even, no. He's even taken steps towards that, where there's like at least fucking inquiries into a lot of the stuff and whatever. Like they're taking steps. To make things illegal for priests and whatever, okay, but like, still it's, I don't. It's not the, the big step. That they knew. It's not the big step, but they're still like they fucking. You can't. They're doing a lot of things that were not addressed. They can't the fucking flip the shit on its but head. If you, yeah, but if you wanted to like say, give a sign of the world that we're gonna fix this problem, then being like, here's fifty guys, you can arrest them. Here we have all the evidence, yeah. which they do, because they we all know they ship these guys around from one location. It is to a another. huge issue. It is, yeah. and I definitely agree with you. However, yeah. you can't. Use that to deny the stuff that he did, like acknowledging homosexuality as not being a sin. Um, that is still extremely good. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, will, I, will. A, I think it's like it's putting roadwork towards the fucking most influential religion that was like in the world, a huge basically, thing. Yeah. amongst the most influential religions in the world. I'm just like I, wanna, I, I get I get really afraid when there's all this these these news things about him washing some poor person's feet, which like whatever, fine, it's cute, it's a sign, I guess. It's but it's still like not. A le- like a legitimate, real change. It's just a fucking. You take a, steps. I don't know. I I'm I'm of the opinion that if you want to change something as huge as you know the Catholic Church when mm-hmm. you're its leader, on on this planet, <laughs> whatever. I, I think it's good to take baby steps. And yeah, he's, he's taking not a meaningful dude, baby right? steps. He's got to be accountable to some sort of fucking you got to prepare tribunal and all that changed. shit. I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally sure of it. Yeah. But I just like I, a lot of people are getting super excited about this guy for. Baby steps, and I want to see like super real. Like the, I guess the gay thing is pretty good. The gay thing is amazing. He also said that all religions are true. That's crazy. That's cray cray. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so on yeah. that religious and obituary, is I, I've got I've got two obits that. that Paul so Walker. Oh. R.I.P. <laughs> no. Uh, no, as oh. as four people who sit around and talk about movies, I think Roger Ebert dying. Yep. Yeah. Kind of a big, uh, a big okay, deal, yeah. and not not just because you know he was popular but because he really told you if he didn't like a movie yeah, yeah, yeah there was not yeah. a lot of pandering there and he would just be like this movie is terrible and no one should watch it and that kind of was stuff right is, yeah <laughs> a lot of the time was pretty right like if he was shitting on a movie it was the problem he had reasons for shitting on that yeah, movie. exactly yeah. uh and also uh chris kelly from crisscross oh, no 34 way. really oh. dead at 34 he was not daddy mac he was mac daddy right and uh, they think it's an apparent suicide. So, hmm. jump, jump. So it's Dude, all thank you. Jump. Tasteless shit, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like be Chris Cross. Name name one thing about Chris Cross that wasn't tasteless. Yeah, well, you know. I missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Backwards pants. Yeah. And on that cheerful note. Is that it? I, I think, think it. Happy New Year, world. Yep. Goodbye, 2013. Hello, 2014. What's the, what's the thing they say in the Hunger Games? May yeah. your something, something. May the force be with you. May fortune ever be in your favor. That's the one. Something like that. I'm yeah, close. I think it's may the... May, may fortune forever be in your favor. Yeah, something like that. Hold on. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be uh, with is there you. Any, is there any sci-fi stuff that's supposed to happen in 2014? Avengers? No, I mean like... like Star Wars Disney. Back to the Future happens in 2015 when they go to the future. Oh man, we should totally come up with a list of those things because if we had like oh the internet like does them all. Different Tune things, in to Nine to Five yeah. Entertainment System episode 53, this. where we talk about things that should happen in 2014. Right. I'm gonna go home and bake cookies. Something the winds be in your your wings. <laughs> <laughs>
Please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number nine t o five d o t c c nine five dot c c on Facebook, and uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number nine t o number five c c on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have zombies and loathing after the bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in nine to five illustrated every Wednesday. A new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a nine s or a go plug yourselves. And on Fridays we have fine arts with either Sophie and Scott. And uh, you know maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. Nine to five dot cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.